This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer, and I am flying solo today. Danny Bush is up in Green Bay taking care of some business up there. Uh, As you know, Danny and I come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, call us at 414-799-1250, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And if you're interested in advertising with us, just go to our website, which is ceoguys. No, wait a minute. Let me start that over. Email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. I did say that, right, Greg? Okay. The email site is ceoguys.com. Okay, so it's the same thing only without the Yahoo. Anyway, oh, man. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. A um, little chilly out the last couple of days. I like it. Yeah, me too. I, I like this. Good it's sleeping nice. weather. Oh, definitely. Open the windows. Got and... the windows open. Yeah, it's very nice. This morning on my way to work, I uh, was going by, I had to go by Curry Park on Highway 100, and... Uh, there was a coyote crossing the road, and we're not going to ask you why does the coyote cross the road, but it was crossing Highway 100 going into Curry Park. Those are some mangy-looking creatures, you know. But, just look decrepit. Yeah, and they're, and I'll tell you, they, they are encroaching on, uh, you know, I mean, my goodness, Highway 100 and Capitol. I mean, that's that's right in the middle of everything, you know, and oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're all over the place, it seems like. you got to be careful. I lived over on uh, uh, Appleton and Bobolink. Mm-hmm. Over by uh, Mitchell's bar, over yeah, there. yeah, I know where that is. And yeah. uh, at night, there's that there's a little parkway mm-hmm. just north of Appleton. And at night, you could hear coyotes. You could hear them, yeah, howling. I hear every now and then when I'm parked in a parking lot waiting for you in the morning. I hear them out back there somewhere, just to the northwest of us. You know, in that, mm-hmm. that whatever that is over yeah. there. Yeah, I hear once every now and then I'll hear a group of them howling. You know, over there. But anyway, but as uh, you said, Curry huh? Park is—I mean, that's a—it's a very populated area. Oh, yeah. Besides the golf course, yeah, you—it's all 
suburban. Yeah, uh, yeah. Aside from that, there's houses all over. But you got that Menominee Parkway, you know, that runs through there. You got uh, uh, a lot of deer in there too. You know, maybe that's why they're there too as well. And I've had a weird thing happen in my garden. Now it happened to me, and then and then it stopped, and then it happened in my neighbor's garden where something is, and I've never had this happen before, where they're taking the big green tomatoes and they take about two bites out of them, and then leave them lay. You were talking about that last yeah, week. You're talking about putting out a live trap, and I did, and I didn't get anything. So I don't, I you know, I don't know. But now it happened to my neighbor, and now it's not happening to me. It's happening to him. But it's got to be something tall enough. I think it's a raccoon. It's got to be. I, I don't see anything else. But anyway, so the little gopher groundhog from uh, Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah. I got an interesting email, and this one I I, I think Richard sent this out to everybody. Um, you know, as a mass email. Now we all. Uh, Richard is. I'm not going to use last names in that. He, he he is the president of the Okachi Fishing Club, and uh, you know who Al Lindner is, Greg. I do not. Do you ever? ever do you recognize the name Al Lindner? It sounds familiar. Yes. Right. Al Lindner is like he is. He has been like the fishing godfather for many, many, many years. Right. The, the guy's an icon in the industry. I mean, without a doubt. You know he. He knows his stuff. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy, but he's he's popular all over the country. You, you know, had TV shows, uh, wrote magazine, had magazines, wrote books, uh, fish tournament. He he's done everything right, and uh, and he really knows his stuff. He's a good guy. Anyway, any fisherman knows who he is and knows his legend, I guess. Well, anyway, uh, Ke- uh, Richard is the president of the Okachi Fishing Club. And they're celebrating their 50th year as a club, which, you know, by the way, congratulations to all the Okachi Fishing Club members because that's quite, you know, that's quite something to have a club going on for 50 years. Anyway, now I'm going to, this email that I received, I'm going to have to interject a few times to explain to you a few things. It starts off, Kathy picked up the phone. Kathy, by the way, is Richard's wife. Kathy picked the phone up at 4.30 p.m. today. Now, this is just last week. And the person on the line said they were Al Lindner from Lindner Media Production. Kathy doesn't have a clue who Al Lindner is. So she asked me if I wanted to speak to Al. <coughs> I can just imagine Richard going, Al Lindner's calling me? Holy crap, you know. So I said, yes, I will take the call. Al called to send his congratulations to the Okachi Fishing Club on celebrating 50 years, he had been fishing this week with Dan Sura. Now, Dan Sura is a member of the Lindner Media uh, Production Company, and Dan uh, Sura used to be a member of the Okachi Fishing Club many years ago. So he said he had been fishing this week with Dan Sura and found out about the information about our 50th celebration. Al said he knew a number of the Okachi Fishing Club members. Al also said he would like to stop over to our picnic but wouldn't be in the Milwaukee area on Saturday. I thanked Al for the call and said this information would be passed on to our club members. This was an honor for the Okachi Fishing Club to get his congratulations from a fishing legend. Great job from all our members who made this happen over the last 50 years. Well, anyway, I, I think that's pretty cool that, you know, here, here, here this guy is sitting at home, Gets a call from Al Lindner, you know. I mean, that's like uh, who? Who's like? Uh, okay, what? What's one of your favorite sports? Football. Right. Okay, football. That's like getting a call from Brett Favre. 
Yeah. You know, out of the blue, celebrity. Brett, Brett Favre calls you and says, says to your wife, and let's say she, now, if they, if he called my house, my wife wouldn't know who the hell he is. Really? Well, she, she probably knows the name, but she's never watched a football game in her life. She's never watched anything of football. She, she's not, she'd know the name just because my sons and I say it a lot, you know, over the years. But it, it could be one of those things like, Brett yeah, okay, Tom, there's some guy named Brett on the phone you want to talk to him? You know, <laughs> something like that. But, I mean, just imagine if you got a call one day, you know, and your wife says, uh, hey, Greg, uh, Brett Favre's on the phone. You want to talk to him? Nah, I'm busy. No, that's okay. No, yeah, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What would you say? I mean, that's that's why this was very cool. And, you know, funny thing is, uh, I, years ago, I, I knew Al Linder. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, years ago, he knew my name, which to me was – that felt pretty cool, you know, that this fishing legend actually knew my name. You know, he'd see me and he'd say, hi, Tom. And uh, and I'm thinking, wow, I mean, people know your name, Al, but, I mean, I don't expect you to remember my name. But we would see each other at these sports shows every now and then, and we'd chit-chat. And one time we were at a – it was a fishing uh, – it was a fundraiser. I forget what it was for, but it was a fundraiser. And he was in town, and it was – God, it was on Tishigan Lake. And people would buy tickets for the fundraiser, and the more tickets you bought, the more chances you had of fishing with Al Lindner for four hours that day. It was a, it was like a mini tournament, a four-hour fun tournament. No prizes, no trophies, nothing like that. Just uh, a chance to fish with Al Linder was the number one prize. Okay, you know who number know what the number two prize was? Fishing with me. <laughs> That had to be a letdown for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that was a you, letdown. You, you, you sell know? yourself short, Tom. But no, no, that was a letdown, I'm sure. But anyway, there there were uh, there were a number of like uh, radio show hosts and fishing guides and all that, you know, that were there that people got to fish with. Then and they they went down the list, you know. So uh, yeah, so we were there, and Al Al had asked me. Uh, he said, "I never been on this lake. Uh, where should I go?" and I uh, kind of misdirected him a little bit. You know, I, I didn't want to send him to my good spots, mm-hmm. you know. But then again, my good spots weren't very good because of all these so-called good fishermen out there and maybe not so good fishermen. There was only one legal bass caught in the four hours. So uh, we all kind of puked out. And no, Al didn't catch it either. It was somebody else, one of the disc jockeys on some radio station caught it, I think. so. But anyway, but we had a great time. But you should have seen the people there. When people found out that Al Lindner was going to be at Tishigan Lake at, I think the name was, uh, Hunt, no, what was the name of the bar? Al's not in or somebody's not in or something like that. When they found out, it was like, oh, my God, you should have seen. You couldn't park within, I swear to God, a half a mile of that place. And they had a rope off the area. Otherwise, people would have been just surrounding him like crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they had to rope it off. It it was really amazing, Greg. It was quite an eye-opener. A lot of people there to see Al. And and Al, the guy is always very magnanimous. He's very cordial to people, signing autographs, talking, shaking hands, you know. He, he, very nice guy. You know, really nice guy. He's a he's a people person. It's nice to see somebody that's humble like that. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. And when he's... When he was on the water, we happened to be fishing in the same area in a bay, and he's he's in the front of this guy's boat casting a crankbait out in front. And these two young fellas, uh, probably late teenagers, they're driving by in a little boat with a little little motor, you know, and they're going by his boat, and I don't know, probably about, I don't know, a good 100 feet away, you know, or so, maybe maybe a little bit further. 
And Eleanor is very recognizable. I mean, with the beard and the sunglasses. I mean, he's just, he, you just know who it is right away. And these guys go driving by, and I just happen to be looking that way. And you should have seen these two kids' head snap. They turn and they look. It's like, it's all, and they're pointing like. So they drive around, and they literally, this is so funny, they drive in front of his boat. He's casting out that way. They get out in front of him about 20, 30 feet. I mean, they're fairly close, right? Mm -hmm. And they go, hey, you're Al Linder. What are you doing here? You know, and he says, well, I'm actually casting in that area where you're sitting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where you just scared away all the fish. Yeah, and and, uh, he says, well, we're kind of fishing a little contest here. You know, he says, oh, man, that's great to have you here. They said, then they waved to him, and he waved back, and then he kept on fishing. But you saw, I mean, people were turning their heads like crazy, you know, seeing what's the hell Linder doing on this lake, you know. So, yeah, that was pretty interesting, very interesting. So, um, anyway, that's about it. That's about all I got for that. But when we come back from this break, I do want to – last week I started talking about buzz baits, but I really didn't get a chance to get into how you got to actually – there's some two things you got to put on them and one thing you got to do that I firmly believe in. Now, this might be just my opinion, but – I guarantee you it works. You can take it to the bank. And uh, by the way, at uh, 7 o'clock or maybe a little before 7 um, o'clock, Randy Belko from Midwestern Shooter Supply is going to be in the studio. We're going to be talking about his fall fest. And if you have any questions for Randy about reloading stuff and, 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 and firearms and whatever, all this other stuff, fishing, he's a Winnebago expert and all that stuff. So he's got the info on a lot of things, and we'll be talking to Randy then. But right now we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And i got to ask you something about martinis. You mentioned martinis before in your update. I gotta ask you a question about those, okay? All right. All right, we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors coming to you from the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. Hey, welcome back, folks. We are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents here at the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer, and I'm flying solo today. Danny Bush is busy. So who do you got first, Greg? Who you got on the line? Uh, we have Jeff in Greendale. All right. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Hey, morning. How yeah. you doing? Good. What's on your mind today? Uh, I just wanted to say really cool here to hear you guys talking about uh, Al Lindner. Uh, got to meet him at that event also. Oh, you were there? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember that day? It was crowded, wasn't it? Oh, it was a mob scene out there. But I'll tell you, I'm not surprised because, like you said, this guy is a fishing legend. Yeah. He is. And a super guy. But I just wanted to mention, too, I wanted to add to you um, what a great guy he is. Um, he has a show on FSN every week, uh, uh, Ang- Angling Edge. Yes, uh, Angling Edge. Angling Edge. Yeah. And I just wanted to pass along, too, at the end of every show, he reads a passage from the Bible mm-hmm. and just kind of goes through a real inspirational talk at the end of every show. And just great to hear you guys talking about him. And like I said, I'm also big fan of the CEO for years. Thank you. Hey, you know what? The funny thing is, you know, I've heard people, you know, complain and he only, it's only like about a two minute talk that he gives some inspirational speech. Yeah, it's short. And, and I've heard guys in the past complain about that. Well, why is he bringing religion? You know what? I don't have a problem with that because what he is saying is just true stuff, you know? I mean, and it is inspirational. He talked about his wife's illness and that, you know, and how they prayed and she got better and all that stuff. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with that at all because in my life, too, 
I have found inspiration, you know, and uh, a lot of times my wife will say, how come you're not going to church today? You know, it's on a Sunday. (laughs) How come you're not going to church? And I said, well, I am. You know, I'm going out in God's world on the lake. That's my church, you know, and I can commune yeah. with God and nature and the fish all at once, you know. So, well, but, and I agree with yeah, you. And you yeah. know, you're a you're a seasoned veteran. You're out there a ton, and you never get sick of it. And that's how Al is too, and that's how I am too. I mean, that's that's total God's country out there. There's nothing like being on the water. So yeah, and I, so, I was really cool do you ever like going guys. fishing by yourself? Um, I do do that from time yeah. To every time. now and yeah. then, I'll go by myself and. A lot of times you, you're sitting on the water, you know, and you're fishing, and the fish maybe aren't biting, and you can you start reflecting and thinking about things, you know. Yeah, and I agree it, with you. Yeah, and 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 myself. yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and you know what? That that quiet time alone with yourself, that quiet time when you can reflect on things, thinking about things, you know, and all that. I think we need that every now and then, you know, a little no, bit I of quiet time, a little bit. Well, yeah, anyway, so thanks. That's what for, I thought I'd mention. All right, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, when you met Al Linder. Uh, uh, did you talk to him? Uh, just briefly, yeah. you know, I mean, he was pretty busy. He was yeah. moving around pretty good, but, but definitely a very personable guy. But he still took the time to say hello. Can't shake my hand to <laughs> yep. one of my highlights yep. of my fishing. There you go. All right. Thanks for calling. Yeah, have a good day. Uh, you too. Bye now. All right, bye. And then we have our friend, Keith, the electrician on the line, huh? Hey, good morning, Keith. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Uh, or guys, or just you? Yeah, just me today. How are, how's uh, your your lovely wife, Char, doing? Oh, yeah. Well, she's she's out. Uh, her and the dog are sleeping still this morning. Uh, <laughs> I originally called. Uh, I want to talk to you about South Shore a little bit, but I heard you talking this morning about your tomato plants. Yeah, yeah. Tomato hornworms. There's an infestation. No, 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 no. They I, look I, like a deer's chewing on them. I'll tell you. No, it, it, I mean, these are bites. You can see bites out of them. They will take bites out of the tomato like a rat's been chewing on them. Really? Unbelievable. Yeah, and they, they get big. They get as big as your baby finger. Really? <laughs> uh, just, and they're almost, they, you really got to look hard to find them. But <laughs> how do they move it from the tomato plant to my backyard? I have no idea. <laughs> they'll, they'll bite holes in them, and your, your tomato plants will look like a deer was chewing on them. Well, I, I I understand that, but like I said, how do they move them? You know, I mean, I find them in the back. I found the tomatoes in the backyard. Well, maybe you got a chippy that snarfs them up. I <laughs> maybe. All right, what what's what's going on with South Shore? Okay, the big thing. I went down there. To, I got ambitious this morning. Got up at four o'clock and went down there in the dark, and I went to the new parking, the new area they made for launching. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I got down there and I listened. It's kind of dark out, and I could. I wasn't going out because you could hear the breakers coming over the break wall. Okay. The swells were something pretty big out there. Okay. But anyway, where they made the new ramp area, they put in a nice pier for in benches along the wall to uh, the, the yacht club there. But what they did, they kind of funneled all the water into the ramp area. So the ramps, they were like water was shooting out from under the launch piers. Okay. Because all the water is being funneled in there. It's washing out the whole new section that they put in there. And it's constantly full of debris and rocks and everything else. So, in other words, they didn't design it perfectly, huh? Uh, well, if you look at Oak Creek, it's a beautiful launch area and everything there. But uh, the way the break wall is put in, it gets silted in so bad over there that you can't use it a lot of times. If you look at... Uh, Grant Park, which is totally useless now because they didn't design any kind of a break wall for that. Mm-hmm. And now when they redesigned the launch ramps over at South Shore, the guys are really, 
really frustrated with it because it just the parking lot's nice, but it just the the launch ramps are just unbelievably uh, they, they can be used, but it's difficult. Oh, okay. I don't know what they think of when they redesign and do this thing. It took them forever to do it, mm-hmm. and it it's just a bummer. <laughs> well, so, so it, basically, you're warning people who go if they're going to go down there, huh? Uh, <laughs> you're warning them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, yeah, you, you got to be prepared. You, the, the, they're just kind of hard to use. The, the, say the parking area is nice, and they got nice shore fishing area yeah. now, the fish cleaning station, and they do have a nice washdown area there yeah. for your boat now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the piers are, are something else. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for the call. Thanks for keeping us up to date on that, all right? Yeah. Okie dokie. All right. See you, Keith. Bye now. Bye-bye. Um, I did, you know, before we went to the break, I wanted to uh, – couple of things i know i do want to talk about buzz baits and i better do this real quick otherwise i'll forget buzz baits are really good not just for bass but northern pike will hit them too and if you're fishing in a lake that has muskies yeah they'll hit a buzz bait as well most of your buzz baits are about three eighths to a half ounce roughly they cast well now the thing is when you're retrieving a buzz bait you want to retrieve it just fast enough so that it's gurgling on top of the water You don't have to reel as fast as you can. No, just enough so that she's buzzing along the top of the water. You don't want to go real fast. Just fast enough to keep it up on top. But the two important things you got to do, as with any spinner bait that I recommend you do, number one, you put a first on the main hook, you put a split-tail trailer. I like the ones by Zoom. It's a split-tail trailer. You can use any brand you want. Any color is good as long as it's white. All right? Got that, Greg? Any color is good as long as it's white. Now, that's my opinion. White is always, I don't want to color coordinate them. I'm not a slave to the lure fashion police. White on your trailer. Now, if you don't have a a Zoom split tail trailer, you can put like a a curly tail grub on the back, uh, you know, anything that's got movement on the back. Then what you have to do is you got to put a trailer hook, just like with a spinner, but you got to put a trailer hook onto the main hook of the buzz bait. For those of you who don't know what a trailer hook is, it's a hook with a large eyelet so that it can slip over the main hook of the buzzbait. You slip it over, and then you take a little piece of rubber, like a piece of rubber band, put that over the main hook so that the trailer hook doesn't slide off again, okay? And I guarantee you, take it to the bank, without a doubt, you will catch a lot of your fish on that trailer hook. Just like with a spinnerbait, you'll catch them on the trailer hook. They'll miss the main hook. So definitely when you're using a buzzbait, use a, 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 the white trailer, you know, rub plastic on the back with a trailer hook. You will catch a lot more fish. Now, I got to ask it, Greg. Oh, what color buzzbait? I don't care. I use whites. I use blacks. Those, those are my two main colors. But anyway, martinis. What's a martini? Uh, nowadays, most martinis are vodka martinis just because these but- – the kids nowadays like the flavored stuff, right? See, but I mean, to me, old well, uh, old school martinis are are gin, right? Well, I I look at it this way: in in, in years ago, when martini, I mean, a long time ago, when he started making martinis, <coughs> excuse me, it was gin and just a little bit of vermouth. Mm-hmm. Then it was uh, vodka and a little bit of vermouth. Maybe you throw an olive in there, right? Yeah, if you want to make it dirty, that, you throw some olive juice in there, and that's it. Gin and vermouth, vodka and vermouth. Period. They started coming out with all these different things, apple teenies and whatever. I mean, there's chocolate teenies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. To me, those are not martinis. They should give those different names because that's 
not a true martini, right? It is not a true martini, but they no. call it martinis because it's it's the most basis. Of time, well, most of the time it's it's straight booze. Yeah, and they put it in a martini glass, and if you call <laughs> it a martini, you can charge upwards of ten to fifteen dollars. Yeah, exactly. for a martini. Yeah, but see, to me, when you start adding all those different flavors, to me, that's not a martini. Oh, it, it's you it's know, ridiculous if, what if you I, see out yeah, there. If I ask for a martini. And I'll I'll say either a gin martini or vodka martini. You know, I'll say one of the two. And uh, I expect a little bit of vermouth and an olive. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, with the gin or vodka. And that's it. I don't expect somebody to be asking me, you want that chocolate, apple, cranberry, or whatever? I, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to ask you if you want a chocolate martini. But, <laughs> or whatever. You know but what the, I mean? that's, that's the kids nowadays. Yeah, they I they know. like that, that the flavored, flavored stuff. The yeah, flavored stuff. Yeah. And if you go to... You know, they're JoJo's on Highway 100 in Blue Mound. Mm-hmm. They have a list of 45, 50 martinis. Mar- and yeah, they all call them, they're all martinis, but they re- they should come up with other names. Be- Got to be a little inventive. But like I said, you name a martini, you can throw a $15 <laughs> price tag on it and people are going to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Well, listen, we got to go, folks. We're going to come up first with the gut report after this break. And then we got the Hornschwaggle, and I've got my questions already written out for you. As a matter of fact, I got three of them. I was thinking about adding a few more in case I changed my mind. But we'll be right back. We are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, and we are presented by Coleman Insect Repellents on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V. Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, folks, I did an experiment yesterday. You're going to like this one, Greg. You're going to like this. My son, Andy, tells me, he says, you know, Dad, you know what a jalapeno popper is? I said, of course I do. Yeah, I know. Why? And he says, well, try this. He tried it at somebody's house. You take a half a jalapeno, you put your cream cheese mixture in it, and then you put it in one of those little wonton wrappers. The wonton wrappers, what are they, 3 by 3 4 by 4 something like that inches. You find them in the produce section of your grocery store. And then you wrap it in that wonton wrapper and then fry it, and then deep fry it, right? It's really good. It really is. Real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you deceit it? You take oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Take Just the making seeds. sure that you take the, take the, the, the membranes. And, and the, the membranes, yes, yes. The, the, yes, take that out. But. I have to remind everybody in this gut report, when you're dealing with uh, jalapenos and poblanos, take a little piece and test it first because some are really hot and some are not very hot. You want to test it. Now, poblanos are less than half the heat of a jalapeno, less than half. Well, the other day when I was testing this, what I usually do is I grow poblano plants and I have these poblanos growing. And what I do is I put them under the broiler. I roast them black, pull, get the skin, you know, the, the skin off and all that, seed them out and all that. Well, I put a piece of poblano inside this wonton with the cream cheese. I didn't test it first. This poblano was hotter than any jalapeno I ever had. Oh, my Lord, I was burning up. So test your jalapenos and poblanos before you do it. But seriously, put try that. In the wonton wrapping, it's really good. It, it really is. You should try that. You know what else you can do to add on to that? What's Make that? it get a little kick. Throw More little... than the jalapeno? No, 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 not <laughs> kick of spice, but throw a little bit of chorizo in there with the cream cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be good, too. Oh, we're just full of good stuff today, oh. huh? 
The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! And right now, we're going to welcome into the studio co-owner of Midwestern Shooter Supplies is Randy Belko. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. Yeah, you got here a little early today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things to go. Got things to do. Yeah, got. You're gonna. You're gonna stay here till eight o'clock, right? Uh, pretty close. Well, if you want, to. <laughs> if you want to. Let's no, put it that I just got to get going a little early. Yeah, gotta, do you? Got to get yeah. the store open by nine. Yeah. Well, you know the thing is, uh, I, I. God, I gotta get up to your place. There's there's a certain <laughs> gun you have for me that I want to buy, and and I have the money for it. But I just you know every time I say, well, I'm gonna go. Well, I had to go there, and I had to do this, and I had to had to and go it's fishing, like, and it's like son of a gun, I gotta get up there, you know. So yeah, you got you got such a nice selection of guns, and I really like that. Well, I, I you know what, and I forget the brand of it. It was that little 38 special hammerless. Very uh, the Smith and Wesson yeah. 642. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a t- small gun mm-hmm. you know, that that can fit in your pocket. If you like a revolver, it's my yeah, number one like, selling revolver. Yeah, if you like a revolver, which I do, sure. which I like revolvers. Ladies like it a lot because there's nothing though. You call me a lady? No. <laughs> no. What I like about it is that you can put it in your pocket, mm-hmm. and you don't have a hammer that's going to get caught right. on something, you know. And uh, you know. If it, oh, by the way, if anybody's got questions for Randy, 799-1250 is the phone number. And it can be fishing questions, ammo questions, gun questions, uh, reloading supply questions, any anything you anything you want. So um, I was going to say that, you know, with semi-automatics, they're really good nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the chance of them jamming is rare. Right. But it could happen. A revolver, yeah. it's not going to happen. Right. It's not, good. and that's why I, what I like about a revolver. Not only that, you don't you don't uh, have to go policing your shells. You know they're not flying all over the place. Very true. Like with an automatic semi. Anyway, so how's things going up there? Ah, good. At Midwestern good. Shooter Supply. Yeah, I think that fall season finally kicked in. The hunting's coming, and oh, fishing's yeah. still good. And yeah, you know, last week I you had an ad, or they did an article in uh, on Wisconsin mm-hmm. magazine, and I and I read the whole thing. Instead of just coming off the top of my head, I just read the whole thing and just let people know that they can go to mwshooters.com to get more information about Fall Fest. But Fall yep. Fest is right around the corner. Two weeks away. Yeah. And, Ninth annual. And that's big. You guys, over 10,000 people show yeah. up. That's amazing. We pack them in. Yeah. But, if it don't rain. But, yeah, oh, God, keep your fingers crossed. Hey, did you ever, you did have rain one year, remember? No, last year we flooded the store. That's right. That was, yeah, last year. But we still went on. Yeah. Well, the band is is under uh, cover, right? Up right, in the front, right, in the front right. Of the but, I mean, we still got to watch the weather there, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, you do. But, uh, you know, it's amazing, though, that a lot of people think that when places are having these things, it's just for the store or whatever. Oh, no, no this you, is a community. This is a community effort. You support a lot of mm-hmm. organizations that need the financial support. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, and it's not just the beer that's there, but a lot of different foods. And you got the best prices on everything in the store. Right. Of the year. Of the year. Of the year. Best prices of the year. On everything. On everything. So, 
So if I came up and bought this gun next week, would I get a better deal if I came at Fall Fest? <laughs> I'm teasing you. You don't have to answer that. I'm just teasing you. But uh, so, and you and you got tell us about that gun auction you have. Well, what we do is uh, we always uh, collect a whole bunch of guns throughout the year, mm-hmm. and uh, it's usually like sixty to hundred guns, depending on what we got in. Mm-hmm. And we'll take some old inventory, Yeah, you know, the 10 oldest guns in the store, and they go out the door no matter what price. If they're mm-hmm. a $1,000 gun, they might sell for 500 mm-hmm. You know, we get some collectibles in there, too. So do you think you think it's better for me to wait for the gun auction? Well, we or, won't have any pistols on oh, there. Oh, you won't. You the won't. only reason we don't do pistols is oh, okay. it's two forms. We're so oh, busy that day, okay. and to do 100 guns at once. Oh, yeah. And now i got to do pistols. Okay. So we try to stay with long guns. Okay, so shotguns and rifles. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, and uh, no bows involved, right? No, 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 bows. no just no. just shotguns and rifles. Okay, right. All right. Okay. Well, that that settles that question for You're me. You're ready for a crossbow, aren't you? No, no. I don't. I don't hunt anymore. I don't deer hunt anymore. <laughs> so, nah. Although, tell you know about those new crossbows, the Raven. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about that. What exactly is that? Well, the Raven's a different design crossbow that's ever. It's kind of it's so innovative. Uh, for one thing, is on the cross cables, uh, the bus cables. There's no crossing on it. It goes out, and comes back. Uh, everything's contained within the bow. You know, the you push a button, slide. You know, your it slides down, grabs a string, comes back. You don't have to worry about removing the string or anything. It's got a clutch on it. You can't overcrank it. Uh, it's on the higher end. Uh, it's the lightest bow. For all the stuff it has on, it's the lightest bow out there. It's traveling 400 feet per second, and it's just a great bow. It's got a two-and-a-half-pound trigger. I mean, yeah. when it says it can shoot 50 yards, you can shoot 50 yards. Without a problem, huh? Yeah. Well, they have it out to 100, and a lot of guys yeah. have shot it out that far. Really? What about, uh, there's one I hear that's uh, not, is it gas-propelled or air-propelled? Yeah, that's a different, that's a total it, it, it different. Looks like a, it uh, looks like a rifle, but with a, a arrow right, bolt in it. right. And uh, that's actually illegal in Wisconsin to hunt with. Oh, is it? Yeah, so we don't use that one. It is illegal. And it's, uh, I did not well, know. Well, that's it was like even... a $1,000 uh, crossbow, too. Yeah, well, they, well, they got a funny name for it. It's uh, uh, They they got a right. name for it because it, it's right. a cross between a, like a rifle and a bow. Right, Gamos make it. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. And is that air-powered? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, it's air-powered, yeah. And that shoots pretty fast, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fast. Boy, I'll tell you. Some of the innovations, and and you have all that that new one that Raven. Oh yeah, you've oh, yeah. got the probably, Raven. We've been selling a ton of them. We, yeah, back we'll run out. Really? Yeah, we'll probably be sold out by the end of Fall Fest. Wow. And then I'm not sure if I'm going to get any more this year because they're sold out. Oh yeah, they can yeah. only make so many. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, people are there on Friday will be happy. Saturday might be a little disappointed. <laughs> hey, well, listen, we got to go to a break right now. We're talking with Randy Belko of Midwestern Shooter Supply up there in Lomira, Wisconsin. And when we come back, we're going to be playing Hornschwoggle. I'm not Danny, but I'm going to be asking you three questions. And I think, as a matter of fact, these questions deal with muskies. So uh, I'm going to ask you three questions. You tell me if I'm fibbing you, which is a Hornschwoggle, or if I'm not fibbing you, which is a no Hornschwoggle. And if you win, you're going to win a really nice prize package from Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern sh- What? 414-799-1250. Thank you. 414-799-1250. Call now. Be a contestant. 
Uh, we are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents, coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. We'll be right back on 105.7 FM, The Fan. forgot to tell there we go i forgot to tell greg to start at the singing (laughs) because it's kind of a long intro (laughs) anyway welcome back folks to the midwestern shooter supplies cutting edge outdoors we are coming to you live from the bait mate fish attracting studios we're having the studio today randy belko from midwestern shooter supplies so randy what else can we expect over the oh no we're doing the hornswoggle yeah i'm sorry i almost forgot all right, we got Jim on the line, right? Yep. Tom, how are you? So, yeah, I'm good, Jim. Sorry, I almost forgot about you. Oh, Jim Dabish. I didn't see the last name. Hey, yeah, how you doing, buddy? I'm a member of the Okachi Fishing Club. Yeah, I know you are, and we've, congratulations we've got, on 50 years. Yeah, we've got our big picnic today, Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Did you hear me uh, repeat the letter that was uh, that uh, Richard sent out? Yes, I yeah, did. That, uh, yeah, how, coo- how cool is that, Jim? That's Al Leonard just calls him up. (laughs) We we met him at MW Marine earlier this year. Yeah, he had a seminar there, and uh, gosh, uh, you would never expect somebody like that to give you a call. Yeah, and I'm surprised uh, Richard's wife didn't know who he was. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) You think she'd know? Well, you know, I should just give this prize to him because he's going to get every answer correct. (laughs) Oh come on! I don't know about that. Oh yeah, I know you are. Because I, I made the I made these easy, but for let's say for the just the okay, let's say for the a fisherman who doesn't fish for muskies, mm-hmm. they might have had a little bit of problem. I know you won't. Okay, ready? Yeah, I yeah. am. Okay, number one, muskies are hard to catch in the summertime, and the reason being is muskies' teeth fall out every summer, and then they grow new ones the next year. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's a hornswoggle. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but that was a good excuse from years ago. Yeah, you know. have some excuse. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, here's another one, number two. There are three types of true muskies, clear, spotted, and barred. Uh, that's a no horn for Right, three different kinds. Well, you're a winner, but I'm going to ask you the third one anyway, just, okay. just for the heck of it, okay? You bet. Muskie and northern pike are in the same genus family of fish. Uh, that's a no horn swagger. Very good. All right. You got him. I see. I knew you. I knew you'd have these easy. Easy, 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 Jim. Well, that's it. You're a winner. Uh, maybe I should write down. Do you like the DEET or no DEET? Uh, DEET. Uh, 40% or 100%? Uh, 40%. Okay. And uh, what type of uh, bait mate do you want to try? Uh, garlic. The garlic one? Yes. Got it. All right. You will be getting that in a week or so. I'll have to email this to Bushy so that he can email it to the lady at Wisconsin Pharmacal, all right? All right, Tom. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Jim, for calling. You bet. Okay, bye Bye. now. 
Ah, how about that? Yeah, I, Jim, I've met Jim many times over at the Okachi Fishing Club. All right, now i got to make sure I get this to Danny, so I better not forget. I better put this in my pocket. Oh, no, I'll just put it right here, and then I won't forget. Anyway, okay, Randy. Randy's in the studio. Do you have up at your store at Midwestern Shooter Supply spinning spin rigs for walleyes? Sure. Spinner rigs? All right. Most of them are, we put them together for the people, yeah. Oh, you don't have them pre-made like? I mean, I do have some. The, some, yeah. Yeah. Have you used those before? Yeah. Okay, see, that was one of my topics that I was going to get to. Combos? That, yeah, that, you know, yeah, you, you get uh, uh, some type of needle weight or bottom bouncer, you mm-hmm. know, and you... It's kind of like a Wolf River rig with a bottom sure. bouncer, and you just kind of go along slowly with your electric motor. Yep. You know, and it's the Minnesota way to fish. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, is that it's not just good for walleyes. Right, you, you'll catch all kinds of stuff. Bluegills, everything. Yeah, and uh, night crawlers. That that mm. seems to be the best thing to put. Slow on. death or some of the smaller, cheaper yeah. harnesses. Yeah. But, I mean, using a nightcrawler for bait yeah. on the back, yep. uh, th- that's probably the most popular. Yeah, a lot of people know. call it hand lining. Yeah, yeah. And and it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. And you get outside that deep weed line edge. Precision trolling. Yep, and just go along slowly. Hold. Can't really hold two rods, though. It's no, kind of hard. No. You, can, you can only hold one. <laughs> you know? yeah, have you ever done that while I fishing in a river where you're jigging two rods? Sure. And then you get a fish on one, and you got to drop the other one. And right. Have you ever had that other one get hooked on no. the bottom and start walking down the back no, of the I boat haven't. and go, no. "Oh no, I got to grab that." You know. Yeah. I've had that happen. I. That's why I, I I do the double technique at times, but I really don't like to. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just concentrate on one, do one and do it right. That's usually the pros. That up use, there. yeah, the, the yeah the, the pro guys they know, they can do that. But I'll tell you what. Or they think they're pros. Yeah. You you those guys you don't see it when they get when 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 that second line gets hooked on the bottom and that rod's going overboard. You you don't see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just like uh, when you watch those. Uh, there's that bass show. Uh, uh, what, what's it called? It's on TV. Uh, it's where the camera's in the boat with the bass fishermen in a tournament. I forget what the, it's called. Anyway, and they got and they can't let the fish touch the boat. Okay. You know, and uh, and then they weigh each fish and throw it back so they can catch as many as they want. Uh, you don't see a lot of the bad stuff that happens. <laughs> you know, they cut some Very of that true. stuff out. Yeah, don't want to embarrass anybody. So anyway, tell us more about Fall Fest. Well, we're doing some little stuff different this year. You know, yeah. we got a big national carp tournament going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to shoot uh, pretty much. They'll leave like at six o'clock on Friday and Saturday night, and they got to weigh thirty fish in the next morning. Uh, they bring them to the store. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to bring them right in. We'll have a big weigh-in. Got a little area set up for them, like kind of like a little show. Yeah. All the companies are going to be there, and it's amazing to look at these boats. I mean, these the, guys, the carp are, boats. Oh, the I pon- mean, the pontoons. You'll have show. guys out there in five thousand dollar boats like that, and then we're going to have hundred thousand yeah. dollar boats. Some guys have those lit up with so many lights. Oh yeah, it's like wow. And um, then they'll have, I think, a prize for the most fish. A lot of guys are bringing three, four hundred carp. We'll fill a big 30-yard dumpster. I hope you keep that away from the crowd. Actually, that dumpster. Take, <laughs> you know, the organic farmers want it. They come get oh, it. Oh, yeah, they want it. Yeah, yeah, they come get it every day. Yeah, and uh, instead and, of. Uh, weigh-ins will start at 7. Some people weigh in earlier if they want to get mm-hmm. some sleep, and then yeah. uh, they'll be done by 9, and then they'll come back the next day, go home and get some sleep, and they'll shoot because we'll, they can go anywhere they want in the state. Yeah. So Green Bay, Milwaukee, um, yeah. it's a great way to. Uh, alleviate the carp in your area. If, uh, if the water's clear, they'll they'll be hitting it. Yeah, 
I was going to say that, uh, you know, a lot of times when you see farmers in the field and they're shooting stuff off in mm-hmm. this thing, it's like, it's kind of like a big snowblower shooting right. off to the side. And a lot of that is uh, like a malorganite. It's it's basically mm-hmm. crap, you know, that they're fertilizing. Mm-hmm. But they also, they grind up the carp mm-hmm. and shoot that out. And, and, and fish is a great fertilizer. Right. Yeah. And it's actually a great weed killer. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it takes the weeds down. The organic people love it because the weeds. I did not know that. But- most of the time now with the big uh, manure spreaders, uh, they don't even put them in the pits anymore. They just grind right through, and it just blows right out the back. Oh, okay. They spread it, yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, so do you now do they buy it or do they get it free? No, we give it to them free. Yeah, it's, just, it, there might be a time and day when they, because there is enough people asking for it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, depending on the boat entries, you know, it's always prorated. Yeah. You know, they're hoping to give $10,000 out for all the prizes. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of money involved in this. And, uh, oh, boy. Maybe, it, hey, Greg, maybe I had to switch from bass fishing to carp <laughs> shooting, you know, make some money in that. <laughs> would, you wouldn't believe how many guides are out there. Really? Oh, yeah. We, uh, Marksman Outdoors is putting it on. They got two boats. They're full, they're guiding full time. Really? Uh, anywhere from depending on the wind. You know, two to yeah. se- seven nights a week. Wow. You know, I, I personally have never done it. Humbling. But, yeah, you told us about oh. when you went out. But, I, you know, talking to guys who did it, they said they loved it. We were out two months ago. I mean, on, on about a, two weeks ago on a Sunday night and just had a great time. Take your kids out. Uh, you know, if you get two or three each a night, you're happy. Yeah, really? Yeah. But these guys who are really good at it. They, they shoot all the time. They yeah. get all the time. Wow. Right. That's amazing. Well, listen, Greg's telling us it's time for his update, and we don't want to upset Greg because he <laughs> he's got he's he's got our bills to pay and the station's bills and all that. So, but anyway, folks, uh, we will continue talking with Randy Belko of Midwestern Shooter Supply up there in Lomira, Wisconsin, and uh, we will be back with a second hour of the Midwestern Shooter Supply's Cutting Edge Outdoors. So, stay tuned to 105.7 FM, The Fan. And now, here's Greg Janik with the sports update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.